Hello and welcome to the Random Noise Generator podcast, where each week an ancient god chooses an album for us to listen to. I'm Joey at Fishpilled, and with me as always is Skylar at Egg Drinker. And today we're going to drink a lot of blood. That's so true. We are talking about 1997's Under Moonlight We Kiss by Ancient Ceremonies. How did you feel about this one? I think this rules. There, There's a lot to talk about here. I think, at least in my opinion, this yeah. is going to be another story of session musicians. It, it, it is. But unlike with Force Field, this is about one specific session musician. This yeah. is about Sandra Meyer, a session vocalist. Who rules? Is that your opinion on Sandra Meyer? My opinion is that Sandra Meyer rules. Do you have right. a di- different opinion on this? I mean, her performance was really good. It's just, I don't... We'll get into this more as we go along, but I don't fully understand why she's here. That's very interesting. Okay. Okay. All right, let's just let's get into the first track, Eternal Goddess. Yeah. Uh it feels like we're really setting the stage here. Uh the whispering at the beginning is like unhearable. <laughs> yeah. And it felt like like there was a lot of noises happening, but it felt like they like removed the bass from all of them. Like they start off with just like a normal piano, but right. it didn't feel full. Right. So I think a lot like the uh, Jefferson Starship mm-hmm. record, there's a lot of bad mixing in this, but I'll say that I'm going to cut them a lot of slack because they clearly aren't, didn't have the same budget as a Jefferson Starship. Yeah. So I'm not really going to grill them on that, but yeah, there, there's some bad mixing in this. Uh, so I, th- I think a trend for this whole album is there's like, three or four different people with different voices. One is like a Castlevania Dracula voice <laughs> that cuts in all the time. Yeah. It's like big, bassy, echoey voice. See, I thought that that was just genuinely, I thought it was just the same person, but with like their voice toned down. So it didn't, it took me until like near the middle of this album to realize that Sandra Meyer was doing like the operatic parts yeah. And some of the screaming parts. Wait, what? I wasn't Sandra, aware of that. Yeah. Sit, like, there's definitely, like, a death metal dude, but Sandra yes. Meyer is doing some of the screaming parts, yeah. She's I doing it all. I never noticed that. I think if Sandra Meyer wasn't on this album, in my opinion, this would be a far worse album. It would be less interesting. Like, the problem with Sandra Meyer on this album is that she doesn't have a set role. Right. Um, like, I used multiple lyric websites because Genius didn't have all the lyrics for all the songs. Right. And on both of the websites I used, the lyrics were laid out in that some of the lines had, like, quotations around it, and some of them didn't for some reason. Yeah, like they're it was trying like to a tell narrator. some kind of story here. Yeah. yeah, like, it was, like, a narrator and characters talking. 
Right. And like, if it was the gamer boy doing all the like quotations and um, Sandra came in to do the narration, that would make sense. But it's just like in the middle of a verse, she'll just like say one line and then dip. And I don't understand why, what purpose she has. Okay. But like, that's not Sandra's fault. No, it's not Sandra's fault. It's the band's fault or whoever was directing them to do that. But I yeah. still don't understand why whoever was in charge made that decision. You know, there's like nine different storylines. And I think they're supposed to be separated by the tones of their voice. But half of the voices are unhearable. <laughs> so you really got to rely on the lyrics. Not that the lyrics help that much, really. No, they're... We'll get into this when we really get into the second song, but some of the lyrics are kind of rough. Yeah, well, let's let's get right into her ebony slumber. I'm gonna try okay. the, I'm gonna try to do this as best as I can. Yeah. Thus charming as thy beauty art, thus bloody <laughs> shall my wrath them apart. Oh, golden strings of ecstasy, and charm us with thy melody. <laughs> It's Shakespearean, and I think that's so fucking cool. Um, what I really picked up on this, and this is persistent throughout the whole album, is that the rhyme scheme on these songs, right? either there isn't one, or it's the most basic rhymes of all time. And, well, and I like, think I, you can chalk that up to this being a German band, probably. Yeah, I was going to say, the English is almost certainly not their first language but right. like i they... did pick out a, a chunk of lyrics here to prove my point okay though thy slumber may be deep thy weak spirit shall not sleep and forever thou shalt dwell or dwell in the ominous fire of this spell <laughs> to the lovely night to the lovely night shall deny all the quiet of her sky. So there, there's kind of the online joke that German people will be like, oh, I'm sorry for my English, and then proceed to write like perfect prose. Uh-huh. And I think that this is an example of like the only English they know is probably extremely proper Shakespeare. Obviously, this is a Gothic album. It's going to uh-huh. probably be more like this. Yeah. But I think this is just what they know well i had i have an interview that i wanted to bring up later and i'll bring up the exact quotes i want later did you see this interview i did not see any interviews okay because i know you were also looking into some cool band facts right i was mostly looking in the sandra meyer i'll let you know that now okay because i I was far more interested in her mm -hmm. i'm not sure if this is like a translated interview but the album seemed or the website seems to be in english and okay. the um, responses from whichever bandmate, probably the singer, was giving the response was extremely fluent. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me, I don't think. Right. Uh, the chord progressions in this song specifically were very weird and off-putting. Kind of. Like it felt like the song was restarting again and again and again and again. That's kind of like... The guitarist from like most of the album just like chooses one thing, and then keeps that they doing think it. is super cool, right? And they'll just milk it dry. But uh-huh. I think it—I didn't notice it that much with this song because 
it was definitely about like someone's partner that got fucking boomed. Right. I like. I think the piano, or maybe it's even the synth. Whoever's doing that, it's, it I, rules all yeah, the time. He's doing a good job. I wrote down that it could, half of this kind of sounds like RuneScape music, or sure. like late '90s video. A lot of late '90s video game soundtracks, which would make sense for this album. Yeah. It's a lot of like this would be in a trailer for like a beat 'em up in the late '90s. Sure, or even yeah. like a, a a doom spinoff or something like that. A lot of the ones that started with like synth lines, a lot of them so- started like kind of upbeat, and it felt like we were gonna get like a cool pop song out of it. Yeah, almost. I got that feeling a lot too. I think like the piano synth stuff is something that's not explored in metal a lot, and right. I think that it's actually by far the coolest kind. Yeah, when like they're really like set in stages. It didn't feel out of place ever, really. Yeah. Uh, we can get into uh, Shadows of the Undead here. And I think this really didn't have to be seven minutes. Um, no. The, <laughs> like I, there's a couple almost seven minutes on here. Yeah, and I and, think all of them are a little too neither of them long. had to be that long. Yeah. Um, I couldn't find the lyrics for this one, which is a problem. Yeah, me either. So I don't really know what the hell's going on with it. Yeah, I think, like... And I mean, this is obviously true for the rest of the album. The concept they're going for of having this female operatic singer mix in with the death metal... Yeah. Like, I think there's a lot of really, really good ideas on this album. Right. They're just not always executed well i agree like i think i think overall i actually enjoyed this album i definitely think i think like the majority of the flaws i can probably chalk up to i'm sure they didn't have a lot of money for this album Uh uh-huh i'm sure i think this is like their first album or whatever like i they're they're on the right track here there's just enough bad or weird things like we, we can talk about so there's like a 30 second track on this Vampires, album it sounds like Va- carnival music vampires Bur- <laughs> this song angered me why because well okay this song angered me uh-huh because the strings on this like th- this was the best 30 seconds on the album and that angered me because I really wish that this was like a full song with these strings going on. I was disappointed when I realized that it was only 30 seconds. Like I, this, I love this string section. I wish they could have done more with it. Yeah. I mean, again, that probably just comes down to budget because they probably don't know how to play cool <laughs> instruments. Right. And the session band could only do so long for them. If they 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 could have just copy and pasted the thirty seconds, and then just had Sandra do her just thing go, over it, just do opera. Right. Yeah, right, and it would have ruled. Yeah, uh, we move into uh, the beauty and candlelight. This song opens really, really strong. It does. I fucking adore how this song starts. And again. Sandra rules. 
she's yeah. killing it here. There like, were a forever. couple lyrics. I don't remember if they were Sandra lyrics, not that it really matters. Right. But they fucking suck in the what best way possible. Harvester, I will be of the forbidden fruits, growing there so b- deliciously on the gardens of thy breast. <laughs> it rule like it's <laughs> it's really good. I think like some problems with uh-huh. this kind of gothic genre is that sometimes, like, right? It's one of those things where if you're gonna do it, you have to just fully commit. Yeah. Because if you have, and, it's and very obvious. Specifically, like, he had like a pretty noticeable this slur, like specifically on his when he it. says his essence. even when it's campy or Did stupid or dumb, that? they just go for it, and that rules. Yeah, it might just be like Germany. I'm not sure, but I think it really adds a lot to just like mm-hmm. kind of make it feel like remind you that this isn't. I, I did notice that. Yes, some insane popular band making a bad album but it's actually a group of strange freaks making a really really good album right <laughs> I mean I will uh-huh. say so it just is probably my X's? knowledge of German that generally okay. an S is always going to be followed by an H yeah. so even if they weren't saying they that they owned they, white people on this and I think that rules. they would be prepared like their vocals would just be prepared to say it like that. So that probably makes sense. <laughs> right. Uh, we move on I'm, to I'm Veil sure of Desire, where I've said it a million times. Sandra so that kills like it a minute long. Every time. Um, I have to pull it up. I didn't write it down. The only note that I is very is good. Fuck whiteies. I love a, I love a, a German metal band <laughs> that isn't. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. Aren't Nazis. It was, Beloved there's one, more than, there's a lot me. of them. I thirst for thy pale skin. Uh, do you have that specific lyric? I yeah. mean, I I definitely took the words and rephrased them in the worst <laughs> way possible. It's true, but it's how I'm gonna take the lyric, and you can't change that. Okay. Right. I mean, I think that's more just a. Um. Right. Um. You know, it just made not me that think, I can think of. Has there been a a gothic anything with non-white people, like non-German or British, that wasn't like yeah. what we do in the shadows? Has there ever been a gothic mob boss? <laughs> I'm really thinking of like an Italian gothic movie or something. <laughs> I'm gonna like, make an Italian rom com that will be claimed as racist. Like, hey, I'm thirsting for blood over here. The premise is that they have a pizza shop, right? But the pizza sauce uh, is made out mom, of blood. Mom made gabagool. Time to and it'll uh pray to an old god. It'll be called a. Uh, Pizza Day Vampira. Right. 
So it's like, uh... yeah, sorry, keep going. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, oh, it is what? Silence of the Bob. I just have a different name for it, and I don't know where it came from. Uh, We move on to the Secrets Under Black and Sky, which (laughs) this is the one song the album that I didn't really like that much. It definitely is, yeah. What? Um, yeah, it wasn't the best. What did you put? I did have more lyric. No, I didn't. That would be way cooler. It was Secrets Under Black and Sky. Yeah. This one was... I, I thought this one was kind of boring. See, this song made me mad because Germans know words that okay. I don't. Okay. So then we can just move past this one. Because I'd rather talk about songs like Track 8, Dulcet Seduction. Cold, sad, and lonely is my endless seeming sleep. Down here in this grave. I also wrote down the bats on evil part. wings thing. That's such a Only cool the magic lyric. of these flowers keeping my soul alive. The queen of the night sky has risen to bewitch me. Like bats on evil wings, I fly through her kingdom. So, So that so that this crowd's pure white may shine in purple, yet the brightness of another Our dying likes sun. To talk about wine then a lot. doomsday will be done. Blood is life. This wine, as sweet as thy star-like beauty, my golden fruit on the tree is of passion a... and delight. Do they like wine over there? A lot of or wine talk like, here. Is he starting the counterculture? Some real winos in uh, Germany somewhere. I have no idea. For for Germans? I hope. I hope that this is really a, a, they got a culture-shifting album. I believe that yeah, they... Yeah, and it fucking rules. They did get censored. Or no, they didn't get censored. Yeah, the church called them blasphemous. Right, right, right. They got sued by a church, right? I, yeah, they got I sued by a church for like some promo them. photos or something. It's true. Yeah. They're not wrong. I bet they used their amazing Photoshop skills that they used on the cover of the I also did not see the photos because I just wanted to imagine the worst things I could and hope for that. Okay. (laughs) I tried to look at... I was looking at Sandra Meyer trying to figure out if she was on the cover. I don't think it's her. But mm-hmm. it is a really good. It's like, it's like a naked woman. It kind of looks like they use marker on her hair up, too. Like it didn't but show up just well like on the photo. Use a black marker over the titties. <laughs> Contrast. Yeah, like it's like they made the. Uh, yeah. Uh, what do you like, call that? The woman is like not the pure white. Like not like white person, like white color. Right, right, the contrast. They brought their contrast way up on this. It's real good. But she's dead. Like like pale skin Presumably. in the moonlight. <laughs> 
under it where they kiss, presumably. It really is. We move on to track nine, Angel's Bloody Tears, which is a good name for a I song. Thought off, I started off before I noticed uh, the time. This one's, I thought this, this one is another was long a one. Tune. But we got some, there are some it lyrics. It started off really one. good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I mean they were really cool. This one started off good again. This I think when I realized too, that these long, longer songs, the lyrics don't. I think have these are some of the best lyrics. Any cohesion? Okay. All right. Well, let's get into this. Thy mighty words, vampiric mater, queen of the undead, still evoke my mind. Soon. My enchantress shall be seraphim to my throne, built of immortality. My bloodthirst is of the wolves, who gather what pride to an impressive parade. The purity of the winter moon strengthens me whilst vengeance is mine. My hunting fangs, his mirror of mortal decay. His blood drips down like the grains in reverse. See, sand the glass. one thing about this the is one naked flowers dress says the stupid flower dress line like five or times. Or bit of tragedy. <laughs> um, and I think you proved my point because in the that like yeah, it was a long lot of words, but we discussed mm-hmm. quite a few topics in it, start to finish. Yes, yeah, so we. We, we we got the Queen of the Undead saying that line about immortality. Yeah. Then we got the bloodthirst for the wolves. Yeah, and then we move on to hunting fangs, and we move on to flower dresses. The the reaper sand glasses in there. Yeah. And then it tries to pose a question to us that I don't... This was neither ecstatic love or bitter tragedy. You kind of just explained a few things. It wasn't really a tragedy in there. No. Like, wasn't I really guess... a love... He's talking about his bloodlust, so he probably did a murder or something. Uh, we then move on to New Eden Embraces. I need to talk about this. Okay. So, the song was instrumental. Right. But there are lyrics up on Spotify for it. Right. And I'd give anything for these lyrics to be in here. Yeah, there's there's a part where it's just sacrifice ritual black blood unholy blasphemy sign of goat ancient gods now arise you you stopped at the coolest part okay to evoke gods of beyond building a circle formation unholy sign in the center as the dagger of blasphemy gets the blood floated out there sacrifice sheep ecstasy has been reached the smell of strange drugs and Arabian prayers now create your own Belial. Yeah, I don't know how this happened. I wish these lyrics were here. No, and then it it just devolves into some language. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what it is, and I don't know where these words came from. They were just... Uh, someone on Genius.com was listening to this song and just... It came out of them without them, like, subconsciously. The one uh, contributor to the Genius page that isn't me? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) 
uh, we move on to Pale Nocturnal Majesty. Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't have that too much to say on this one, I don't think. Me neither. I, I really was... like the vocals on this one. Yeah. There was a lot going on. Um, he couldn't... Then... One yeah. thing I noticed through it, he definitely couldn't say grotesque. <laughs> like, he definitely just... He was doing fine, and then he stumbled upon that word, and he just, like, said a couple sounds, and then he mm. just kept going. And I I think that's really cool, but also, what are you doing? Right. And then we finally move on to uh, the piano of Under Moonlight We Kiss. I think this is a good song. Yeah. I, I think they... It was a really good closing track. I think they nailed the opening and the closing to this. Yeah. I think they, they stumble a bit in the middle, but I think overall, this is pretty good. What So what was that interview? The interview, um, it was with chroniclesofchaos.com, mm-hmm. which the website is, it's not even four by three. It's like vertical, like a mobile site. <laughs> and this interview is from like 1998 or something. Okay. Um so the first question is um the interviewer asking how would you describe the moonlight the music and in- atmosphere to be found in your album Under Moonlight We Kiss. Okay. To which our boy Christian Onderly responds Unique symphonic darkness evokes romantic scenarios of gothic vampire horror. Nailed it. Yeah. Oh, my God. It undid. Um, hold on. There, something bad happened. Okay. So then a little bit later on, the interviewer asks, what do you think that the use of vampirism in black metal compared to how you use it yourself? To which he says... as already said before which i guess he did this high number of silly idiots who abuse it as a trend theme pisses me off but there's a small number of bands that know how to evoke the deeper mood of it of course ancient ceremony is amongst those supreme artists in my opinion nevertheless my poetry on our next strike fallen angel symphony shall deal also with several themes rather than only vampirism such as satanism gothic horror mythology or angiology which i think is such a fucking banging answer listen normally i wouldn't like when someone just says yeah our way better band but you know what he's on to something you get it this time you're allowed to you're you're you get a pass yeah I uh I looked I also looked into s- some cool facts about their other albums. Mhm. And in their next album, Fallen Angel Symphony. Um right. they also got some uh session vocalists in. Okay. This time we had two in Cynthia Fullman and Erna Sikavirta. Um and there's actually something super cool about this. Okay that while in the middle of her recording vocals for this silly little album, she was also the keyboardist for the Finnish Eurovision entry that won that year. <laughs> I can tell you, I 
I'm probably gonna listen to it. Yeah. Into it enough. I will say that I was so impressed by Sandra Meyer. Right. That I looked into like any other thing she did. There's very little information on her. Uh-huh. But I did find that she was the lead singer in a band called Aimless. Okay. They have no digital uh it's not on, they're not on Spotify or Apple Music or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I tracked down their self-titled CD. Okay. From an obscure website where I have to they're going to give me an invoice cuz I had to tell them how much the CD weighed so then they could give me the proper shipping charges from Germany. Oh my god. <laughs> the CD was 3 American, the shipping is 10 American. Right. They will be sending me an invoice soon and I will be receiving the CD of which there was one in stock. That's fucking awesome. I really wanted to get they have another one which I still might get. Uh-huh. That's called 7 Stars and 1 Supernova. The cheapest I can find it is for 40 euros, which is like 70 or 80 Canadian. Yeah. So wait, is Sandra Meyer German? I believe Sandra Meyer to be German. I could be wrong. That's really interesting because the album was released through a German label. So I assume that Sandra was, or I mean a British label. So I assume that Sandra was also just a British person. No, I believe it was produced in California, but they're German. I have to ima- I believe she's German. I have to imagine okay. this. I I believe she's German. Yeah, I just know that the label Cacophonus Cacophonus Cacophonus. Okay. was British. I mean, listen, when you're dealing with music like this, there aren't too many labels yeah Uh, Um, in that same interview I don't want to read the whole quote because it's a very long answer right but one of the I guess more popular um, artists on the same label Cradle of Filth (laughs) okay also makes fucking vampire tunes or whatever okay um and I guess there was some concern among the band that they were going to get called um, basically just like copy cradle of filth 2 yeah yeah oh I thought you were going somewhere with that nope <laughs> okay <laughs> um alright so what do you have any closing thoughts here? Um, just that the band seemingly broke up after they got sued by a church. That sucks. Yeah, I mean they so that happened in two thousand four. Mm-hmm. And then their final app album, Puritan's Blasphemy Call, of which there's a period after each first letter of every word for some reason so it's like p dot uridans b dot last me c dot all that rules that came out in 2005 mm-hmm. and then they just fucked off they didn't 
they didn't get Sandra back. That's what that's what happened here. Oh, yeah, they, they didn't get have had a... Sandra. The church killed them. Church killed them. Being related to the pop music festival killed them. All right, what would you give 1997's Under Moonlight We Kiss by Ancient Ceremonies? I would give 1997's Under Moonlight We Kiss by Ancient Ceremonies an eight out of ten. I, I think this is a, a seven out of ten. Okay. That, I I can't believe anyone would rate this low. This rules. It does rule. Like, and I feel like, because obviously it's a very small band, it wasn't rated uh-huh. by that many people. So I feel like the kind of people who would have already seen this album should have liked would, it. Right. So I don't know what happened here. Maybe it just got better with age. Maybe, maybe it's just like the mixing issues, which we didn't even talk about really. Right. But like, they weren't that noticeable to me. I think like sometimes the vocals are a little quiet. Sometimes it was the guitars. Like one thing was always too quiet for some odd reason. But it yeah. wasn't like groundbreaking, right? Perhaps this album aged like fine wine. Uh huh. The thing that they enjoy, they do really enjoy it. Okay, so next week. Yeah, you've been you've been t- telling me about this one for weeks. I've alluded to you've been al- yeah the the yeah. album that God chose for us next week. And yeah. I think we're we're about to get into a week of a f- few weeks of bangers here. Okay. All right. Are you? Are, <sighs> I hope you're prepared for this. I'm ready. We're going the 2012. Okay. Um. You know, recently I've been seeing some visions in the dark. Are you okay? Do you need to go to? Like, do you need help for that? Well, I don't know. I've been imagining these large lizards with wings. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know what you would call those. These large things I'm... lizard wings? Large lizards with wings, and they can, like, breathe fire. Dragon? Yeah, I think I'm imagining some dragons. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, we... <laughs> God chose for us Night Visions by Imagine Dragons 2012. <laughs> I hope you'll join us when we talk about 2012's Night Visions by Imagine Dragons. Oh no. Oh that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>